It's the podcast without fear, Cape Crisis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Cape Crisis, the Laser Time Network's weekly comic book podcast where we talk about all the big events in comic books, graphic novels, and the things based upon them like Netflix TV shows. Oh, wait, hold on. i got to just the sound. And I'm Henry Gilbert. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Your host. Oh, it's so good mm. to be here with all you guys. Ah, this is a nice outlet. Uh, and I'm here with... <laughs> uh, Christopher Antista. Regular co-host, but also special guest for a special episode. Everybody's... The listener's favorite. Brett Burdock. <laughs> uh, the, the people's champ, the people's choice, Brett Burdock. Uh, <laughs> And what are we going to do this episode? I am What's so, the highlight? That so we're many beers to? in, so it's going to be a loud episode. <laughs> Jesus. Oof, boy, yeah, this is a drinkier one than usual. Well, so guys, you're editing it. All right, <laughs> sorry, thank you, Chris. Um, well, hey, you so, really are. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, so this week we're definitely still going to do the what you've been reading, and we're going to talk about the news. But this one is going to be a bit like when we do a movie review, mm-hmm. and uh, where all three of us have seen all of Daredevil, and we want to talk all about it. In spoilerific ways, but if you haven't seen all of Daredevil, we're going to put it all on the second half of the episode. So if you want to wait and save yourself, you can wait. But um, I don't know. How does that sound to you, Mister Fisk? Do you think the rambling on the internet will change anything? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted. That's yeah. almost yes. spoilery there. That, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I want to hear. I want to hear a private pile line and have it be the. I wish I thought of that. I am. Today. In a world of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates me. Uh, Joker. Joker. Uh, oh, a DC crossover. What are you talking about? All right. Uh, we'll talk about it later, You've seen that movie. He hasn't. You've seen Full I'm Metal sure Jacket. What, name, a, name a movie Vincent D'Onofrio's been in, uh, Ralston. Daredevil? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, anyway. Yes. Yep. No, oh, that is correct. Uh, so, first off. No, I, I saw it, but it was like 20 years ago. Uh, full Metal Jacket. Um, I'm giving you Vincent. Vincent, and off your highlights. He's the villain in Men in Black, the original. The, Very good. The Roachman? Yeah. Yep. Oh, the Roachman. He uh, disappears into that role. Yeah. And he, he's, yeah, he's really good in he's that. He's on a. Law and Order? Law and Order Criminal Intent, and where he was a weirdo. The best overdubbed by who? From Animaniacs? Marie? Rob Paulson? Um, from, uh, he's, he's Orson Welles. Oh, Maurice LaMarche. He's overdubbed by Maurice LaMarche doing his brain impression. They want me to cast Charlton Heston as a Mexican. <laughs> doing it, or, it play, he plays Orson Welles voiced by the brain in Ed Wood. It's, it's one of the greatest oh, movies of so all time. Weird. It's a lot of layers to it, yeah. Mm-hmm. But... But and man, in Daredevil, this isn't spoilery. But man, in Daredevil, his giant head is a real <laughs> asset to him in playing Wilson. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he uh, gained weight for the part, but thank God for whatever he's doing to his body. I think uh, like a happy accident, you know. <laughs> like, uh, uh, but yeah, we'll talk spoilers in the next part. But okay, so what you've been reading is uh, our first up thing or watching because I did watch this week's episode of The Flash. Which was I'm really, really behind. Really good. It was called uh, All Star Squadron, I believe, and it is like basically their closest thing so far to a Justice League thing. Plus, it's a backdoor pilot for the Atom Show. That oh, you're saying, Gorilla Garage Show? No. So, um, it's almost too winking, but mm. it's just enough. So, um, the show introduces Brandon or Brandon Routh's Adam shows up. Oh, really? He plays Adam. Huh. And when it's too winky, I mean 
So the Atom, at least in the first episode, he doesn't shrink. He's basically Iron Man. Uh, functionally, he's Iron Man. And then he shows up and flies up in his, in his robo-Atom suit. Hmm. And they're looking up and saying, it's a bird. It's a plane. Then he crashes to the ground because he can barely control it. And so not just them saying that in a DC universe, but saying that to the guy who used to play Superman. Yeah. Like, uh, but also I'm just loving like Flash is so, so great. Now, it's just it's different. Great from Daredevil. I'd say Daredevil is a more respectable high end show. Flash is a good show, but it's also like, yeah, we're an episodic uh, Monster of the Week show sometimes. Yeah. Like, we're I'm, good at that. I'm still I'm behind, but I it's it's just fun. Like mm-hmm. I've said yeah. on the show, and I caught up with Shield. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't watched the most recent one, but I do love how that show's got like many people have said, but it got mm-hmm. way better. Mm-hmm. And season two has been consistently good. And I heard yeah. Deathlock looked really good in his return. Right? Oh, did he come back? Oh yeah, it must have been this week. Sorry, I, yeah, it must have been recently. But, uh, I mean, it just became the Inhuman show and the search for more Inhumans and what that means. And <laughs> it's really man, interesting. The Inhumans movie is until 2019. I know. That's, that's the weird part is, what? like, the build-up to that. I guess really we're going to just have to start seeing Inhumans in Phase 3. Like, Phase 3 is just going to be pop. Well, I mean, I'm assuming Scarlet Witch and and Quicksilver are going to be Inhumans. So I don't know about that because what they've said is it's... What Baron? Which guy? Strucker? No, yeah, Baron von Strucker. Strucker has uh, Loki's, on Loki's him. Uh, you know, thing right. with the. Has, I think it's the mind gem. Yeah, so he so might have just after the, the blue gem, the staff. Yeah, but they're already almost officially in humans in the Marvel universe now. So I mean, yeah, they retcon Magneto be being their father. Yeah, poor Magneto. Now he's not a dad anymore. He's Wait, like, did they retcon it? Oh, yeah. yeah, they were like, oh, he was lying or something. That was part of, well, he didn't know either. So it was in Axis mm-hmm. where um, Scarlet Witch had turned evil and she used a spell that was like, hurt everyone related to me. Mm-hmm. And so it hurt Quicksilver, but it didn't do anything to Magneto. And she's like, wait a minute. Like, uh... though I wonder with all her magic before this, like she never did any magic that was paternity test worthy. Yeah. This was the first Probably one. more important things. Yeah, I guess. But like... I don't think she liked being Magneto's daughter. That's so true, I, true. it seemed odd that this would be when she would find oh, out. But bizarre. whatever. But yeah, I, I, it, it, it's another one of those things that just, just reminds me how, how much it hurts. It has to stop. It'd be so much better for the Marvel Universe. Like what they're missing out on by not having the X-Men to play I'm with. telling you, all like, the fucking organized hate groups on the internet, why can't we just go into Fox shotguns in hand? <laughs> take it back. We take it back. Uh, and what did you guys think of the thing's new look? I liked the, it. Yeah, I, 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 I wish quick, he had bigger eyebrows. Yes, the brow is, is incredibly... It's bizarre that the Roger Corman unreleased movie still has the thing that looks most like the thing. Yeah. He's got that special Genesis thing. Genesis. Uh, but, <laughs> Mega Drive. Uh, but, yeah, like, it was a definitely... It, wasn't, it wasn't embarrassing. No, no, it was not. Nothing... Nothing so far with the Fantastic Four film has been like, ooh, they did that. But they haven't ugh. shown Doom, have they? No. no. Oh, the blogger? Yeah, yeah, if it is a blogger vibe. I, I don't want to play into that because I, I yeah, whatever. They're, they have to. Do, they're going to do something interesting with Doom. I have some faith in these folks. But I mean, this this year. Seriously, Chronicle is a cool movie. People, it was. Watch it. No, no, Chronicle. Yeah, it was. Well, and also like now they've got Miles Teller after he was like in an awesome it, film. It like, might have. When when the dust settles, it might have been the best movie of the year. And it was so like it was almost a TV it. movie. Though. I love Which it. Movie? Uh, Whiplash. Oh. It's so good. I, I like. I love Boyhood. 
love Birdman, but I probably quoted Whiplash. Mm-hmm. Not my tempo. <laughs> Not you, quite my tempo. You rushing or were you dragging? No. Nope. Stop. Nope. Stop. Uh, nope. This is really entertaining. Shut the hell up. Just because you haven't I, seen it. You did an impression of it for a sketch. I didn't do a very you good... You did your best J. Jonah Jameson as uh, J.K. Simmons. Well, yeah, I was doing Jameson. <laughs> I also... I wrote a... You know, we should... Uh, people in the comments, tell me if you want to hear it now too late. Like, months later. <laughs> but I wrote it. I also wrote a parody sketch of Whiplash where it was J. Jonah Jameson... Telling Peter Parker how to take better photographs and in the style of Whiplash. That uh, I think it was a pretty funny concept. Was I foreground or was I background? Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, "Come on, you're." Uh, I can't. Well, speak up. Yeah, you're way better. Whatever. I'm not going to read it. Uh, anyway, mega crap. Um, uh, I also I read I read some of the first issue of Predator versus Archie. Ooh. I cannot wait to take a it's look at that. It's pretty wacky. It yeah, really but I love... Like, or, sorry, Archie versus Predator. Archie so that versus way it's Predator. ABP. And unlike um, Afterlife with Archie, it's done in the like actual Archie <laughs> art style. The, the classic Archie style, which will soon be uh, the way of the doo-doo. John, John Wiesel has uh, a review up on LaserTimePodcast.com oh, right now. that's yeah. cool. That, uh, that and uh, the Batman Convergence shit. comics. Should mm-hmm. I forget which one? Uh, and then also I've, uh, you know, all the Daredevil talk got me to pull up my copies of Daredevil I hadn't flipped through in a while. Mm-hmm. And I really do like Frank Miller's take on Daredevil still. Mm-hmm. I think it holds up very well. I think the only thing is I think he may, I still feel, I, in general, I feel bad for how Karen Page was treated. Because I, Karen Page I thought was a very good character. The show? Uh, I think she was on the show, but I mean in the comics. Okay. Like, she was, she was basically like their Lois Lane in the Goody Two Shoes mm-hmm. days of the sh- of the comic, and then they wrote her out of the comic. And then when Frank Miller brought her back, it was as a junkie. Like she's mm. a junkie who, for a new hit of Smack, no, I think that stayed consistent sells for out, a long time. Sell, sold out Dare. Well, so she sells out Daredevil for for an, another hit of. of of uh, heroin, Drugs, so yeah, another hit of marijuana. Whatever. <laughs> in her, she had some reefers in a jazz some club. Reefers and goofballs. Uh, anyway, so as a kind, everybody. Born again is a great Daredevil story, but it also like ugh, it makes me feel so bad for Karen. But then her character from then on was like recovering junkie, and it gave her an interesting back uh, recovering addict, and it gave her an interesting background to deal with, and. And then they just like they killed her in in Kevin Smith's story, and I and it it just felt more for shock than anything else. Like it's one of the wallpapers I put up for Daredevil on the site. It, it's it, her death. Yeah, it just felt like one of those things of like why why'd you do this? How'd you get it? Somebody should have told you no. Kevin and there's Smith. there's a Daredevil sale at least this oh yeah when we were recording it really for, on Comicsology. No. I didn't, I didn't click through to see what it was. All I their best collections are five bucks because again including. The Bendis volume, the Ultimate Bendis Volume One collection, which is like the first twelve issues of it, for five dollars. Like that shit is excellent. What like out and yeah, like the first mm-hmm. three regular collections, like the first twelve, that is, eighteen issues. Of that it. is stop listening. <laughs> like, I mean, don't seriously stop. Don't listen to it. Buy no. that. No. And read it, and <laughs> then come, and then come back to yeah. the next week's episode. And it's also also Man Without Fear, which the the origin one, which is definitely inspired a lot of daredevil the show yeah. and born again and the mark wade one and the first volume of brubaker like Dude. a lot of the great show stuff. is like this perfect amalgamation of 
Lot. Frank Miller and Bendis's run, and the little Brubaker from. <laughs> well, too, uh, the only reason I don't I don't want Brubaker in is just because I think they're going to get to that point. Yeah. Whereas yeah. where we're at now, it still feels very Bendis. So I didn't. I went to Comicsology and didn't see the Daredevil sale, but uh, also out right now is Michael Jordan's Bulls on Parade. <laughs> <laughs> Quitted now. Oh well, someone doesn't want to be welcome to the jam anymore. <laughs> Speaking uh, of which, uh, no, 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 I'll no, wait till later. It. Wait till later. But last week, people, for real, pump up the jam. Mm. Um, I read. Uh, I tried to get caught up on Captain Marvel, and then a new issue came out. So then I wasn't caught up anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I meant to buy Darth Vader number four, but I, I, I spaced on all that. Too. I forgot. Yeah. But that that shit was excellent. I've, the Star Wars I've, comics were really. I really, really enjoyed fun. Darth Vader. That's really fun. Against all odds, I have had such a good to time. to see reading. him in a position where he's in, in the period you really like Darth Vader yeah. being punished. By a bureaucratic man yeah. is gr- is great. Just to see someone who, as a kid, you would view as answers to no one. The embodiment of evil. And then in, in reality, behind the scenes, the moment the camera pulls off of him, he's probably just like, tilts his head back. God Jesus. damn it. <laughs> and that's like, as an adult, I'm like, that is so just. I've been busting yeah. my hump all day. What? Well, <laughs> what? And, also, and as I mentioned on a previous episode, you were on, Brett, that like, uh, uh, Darth Vader is so sarcastic in his mm-hmm. book. He's just like, no, I can do this. Ugh, you say this like he he cuts people off. He has like a, a snippy comeback for everything. And well, that's, that's more, what I really like about. Well, it. it's revisionist, but it, that is in more keeping with the way they wrote Anakin. Yeah, but, because the way he is in the actual movies. Mm-hmm. He does not well, behave at all like Anakin, whereas yeah. the comic one seems to have a little bit of that Anakin in him, well, which is whiny I, and bratty. I do think you know he acts differently. Like okay, when he's trying to intimidate people on, say, Bail Organa's ship, and he's saying, "I'm saying, buy me the plans and get me the princess. I want her alive." And say that, like, I want her alive. But what? meanwhile, what? when he's talking with his, what? you know, when he's just talking with other officers on his own ship. And like in Empire, saying like, "Pray you don't disappoint me." A yeah, pray time. I don't alter it further. Yeah, uh, pray uh, I don't alter it further. Or, or also when he'd say, like, "Can we, we get, would love to have you for dinner?" Can we get Stone Cold and Vader in a what? I was just thinking of that. What? 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 Uh, what? what? Well, you guys and ready? And a water burger with cheese. What? Are you guys ready for some news? I am ready for some news. Uh, do we have a new sound effect to bring us into the um, news segment? Otherwise, how do we know we're in the news segment? Let me I can't believe we've been doing this for three years. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you know what? That's fine. Combine two things very quickly. Uh, all right. As long. <laughs> um, so let's get the regular comic. <laughs> that was let's, not great. Before we get into the movie talk, let's get the regular comic news out of the way. First off... <laughs> Uh, the sad passing of Herb Trimpy or Trimp uh, Sam Freeberg. Want to point that? Out. Did we I, do that last week. That was we talked about it last week. Okay, my bad. But Herb Trimp uh, is famous. Uh, he was he was a journeyman artist for Marvel. He was just like a guy drawing in the sixty late sixties and seventies, and and was, and was still drawing on and off in, into like like. The person who announced his passing, like, said, I'd filmed him over the weekend at another con appearance. Like, uh, but Herbs... What, like, what would, he, what would he draw? Well, Herbs' claim to fame was that he was a regular uh, artist on the Hulk comic in the mm. early 70s, which meant that he was the first person to draw Wolverine in Whoa. his first appearance. Now, Herb is... A lot of these articles had to make this distinction because Herb is the first person to, in a published work 
draw Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But he was he was not the co-creator. The official co-creators are Len Wein and John Romita Sr. Because Len Wein came up with the character, John Romita Sr. Uh, drew the concept and then gave it to Herb. And Herb drew it in Incredible Hulk 181. But mm-hmm. it was the world, it was the unveiling to the he drew the unveiling of Wolverine. Yeah, he drew the unveiling of Wolverine, and he was just, uh, you know, he was one of those guys that's not as famous as the other guys he came up with. But he was he was a good soldier in yeah. the Marvel, mostly a Marvel world. Yeah. So worth worth mentioning there. And then also, also in potentially sad news, right. uh, Bleeding Cool had the rumor that Squirrel Girl might get canceled. I mean, you mean before or after Battle World? Yeah, well, I don't think she'll survive it, uh, Secret Wars. But well, I mean, the character will survive. Mm-hmm. I do think that, but her series. So I doubt it's selling that well. Mm-hmm. I love Unbeatable Squirrel Girl so much. It's such a good book. But apparently the collections, like mm-hmm. they've announced what the collections are going to be. And instead of collecting one through six in the first book, they're doing one through four and five through eight. And that's the kind of thing they do when they end a series mm-hmm. at issue eight. Mm-hmm. And so... That's uh, unfortunate if it comes. I'm at fault. Yeah, I thought it was quirky, but it, it is it is strange that like it's a funny quirky book in the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. and that's not why I read the Marvel universe. Uh, it's a nice side book in it though, and I also agree, like, but it's like for four dollars every month. Yeah, it's the like, price, it's like, man, the price kills me. The price is devastating, and like mm-hmm. I, I was the one yelling for more. Spider Gwen, and then like I got it, and like I'm not paying for this. <laughs> this doesn't have anything to do with anything else. I know what you mean, but I, I Squirrel Girl is good enough for me. I'm trying to cut back as well on on unneeded comic book purchases, but I feel like I'm going to stick with Squ- Squirrel Girl. Is one of the ones I can't. She's stop. also like the rural juror of Marvel's <laughs> Squirrel Girl Marvel <laughs> books. Uh, Squirrel Girl. I I hope it keeps going. It was already sad enough to see the. Uh, I'm just gonna say if She-Hulk can't survive, She-Hulk. Yeah, to see She-Hulk in and twelve issues. She's not canceled. It is. It is canceled. Okay. Yeah. Th- that's what he's saying. If She-Hulk can't make can't it, survive. Then, yeah. Got it. By the way, why isn't there a She-Hulk movie like in the offing? I would have figured she'd like. Hey, I'm very happy. There's going to be a so, Captain Marvel film. So but. they've said for Age of Ultron, they've cast two women in unidentified roles. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying Jennifer Walters yeah. is probably one of those roles. I I, so. Because she won't be She-Hulk, but I think someone's going to come up and it's going to be Bruce's cousin or relative to there come was, calm him down was, or, or to meet him somewhere. And it's going to be like, thanks, Jennifer, and I'm going to scream. I mean, do you remember in the first Avengers uh, 2 trailer there was that unidentified ball black woman? Yeah. Which seems to be so, uh, Black Panther's sister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Av- all right. Avengers two, slow your roll. Seriously, uh, a little bit. Seriously, a little bit. good, good, good place for a rant. I am already going to see you. Yeah, yeah. Everyone I like on you. Earth was going to see. Yeah, you. I, and you're I, not I, out for a month, and you're revealing all of your scenes right now. And I'm. Tr- it's the first time I'm like, I don't want to watch this. Oh, fuck, I can't. I, I, have, I haven't watched whole, anything. Yeah, I, watched, I did. I watched I did. The, the trailer around the Super Bowl, and that was the last. And I'm not I watching did. anything else because you're going to see another in front of Fast and the Furious. Another trailer. I mean, that's fine. Like, that's I'll, okay. But, but like. They put up. I didn't. I didn't watch this, but just seeing the thing saying like, "Here's a full minute of the Hulkbuster fight." Like, I don't want to see. I want to see that. Like, why are you doing this? Yes. Like, and it. I when mean, they, when they put up, helped. when they put up four two-minute clips, they're exclusives for all these sites. 
That's eight minutes of Avengers. <laughs> and so percentage-wise, how long is the movie? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't want to experience and, any of those things. And plus, I, they were doing a ton of, like, uh, all the all this promotion for it. Like, Jimmy Kimmel had that funny That little, was funny. The, 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 family the, feud. the family feud They thing. were all so drunk, you could tell. Yes, that's funny. why it was... Well, or dr- at least jet lag. Drunk or, like, just, like, I don't care. Somebody yells <laughs> into the microphone during that family feud sketch, and I thought somebody was in my room. But it's just, it's one of the... It's, it, I think it's it, Hemsworth or Evan. Like completely mm-hmm. hammered, yelling into his microphone yeah. off camera. Uh, and I saw a funny, like they were doing press for it. And I think I, uh, a funny quote I read from Joss Whedon is just he said, like, there's like 47 characters in this movie. This is too much. Why did I do this? Yes. Like, yeah, I, I'm. But reviews, I'm, early reviews have been good. Yeah, like, I'm just struggling to. I mean, we'll, oh, know, we'll know soon enough, but I'm just struggling to find out, like, really? Like, you have Ultron and Stroker and. Can't Claw is in the movie. Yeah. He's a, it's just like, these are we're, so we're, many named we're, characters. We're also entering into an era of the Marvel's film universe where all these characters are contracted to play parts. They will not be fired yeah. Yeah. or penalized. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like exhausted and punch drunk and people are asking them questions and like, Hemsworth, how long do you think you do this? I'm contracted to four more movies. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. here, here are the ones. That's all I have. Yeah, please That's don't ask me. Don't ask do. me anymore. And then, and then somebody asked Mark Ruffalo, and like, why? What, what about a standalone Hulk movie? And like, Universal owns the distribution rights. Mm. Happy? No, oh. we won't well, be. Ha- we won't be having any more Hulk movies. That ever. answers it. Ever, <laughs> ever. Wow. like. We got the character, no distribution rights. So they have the rights to put Hulk in Avengers stuff, but they can't make. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm super paraphrasing, that. and that's but that is the way the articles no, put it. And that totally could, makes sense. He could be totally. You know, he could be totally wrong. But here's the thing: that imagine weird. everybody on the set of Avengers who is on the set the longest. The answer is Mark Ruffalo because he's doing mocap as the Hulk uh, later on. Yeah. There's nobody more embedded in what's going on. And Mark Ruffalo. Uh, well, and speaking of Marvel stuff, the final Phase 2 film, or more like Phase no, 2.5. Where's Phase 3 film? No, no, no. They've, they've, the they have clarified. They've said oh, Civil, a, consider Civil War? Civil War the first Phase 3 film. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ant-Man, the, mm. the better Ant-Man trailer came out. Mm-hmm. It was better. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I really still like it. No, no, no. It, there's plenty of things to be skeptical about. For sure, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking play with me! Don't shut up! I just ha- I was I was completing a sentence. Go ahead, complete your sentence. Uh, the floor yields to Brett Elston. It. What? I'm just finishing a sentence. Uh, it like I was bugged once. Bugged. <laughs> whatever his name is from House of Cards, playing the maniacal billionaire yellow who, jacket who still has a stake in like I will control the world in a land of superhuman like superpowers. That's beings. what I don't get. Like. like that trailer. That's why Spider-Man. The, the world is Spider-Man changed. didn't work, and like yeah. it doesn't matter how much money you want. Yeah. The more high-profile you are, the more likely the Avengers are going to put a hammer in your face. Yeah, that's why I was just confused by that trailer. It seemed more like it's a little late for this. Conversely, it's why Daredevil works because mm. the Avengers don't have time for people that that. Uh, I'll talk about that in the next segment. I have. Yeah. There, there's a, there's a point where I disagree, but no, no, there, you should. All right, well, wait, wait. Well, let's get into that. In yeah. the, in but the, however, in the however, there are, like. One, and I, I wrote this up, uh, but Paul Rudd has the least lines of any character in the in the trailer. And yeah. in the last trailer. Yep. And when I see him, it's like, I am not used to Paul Rudd not playing a completely batshit yeah. insane character. That's <laughs> well, my fault a goof for watching Anchorman Michael, 2 and yeah. We Came Together. We Came Together, by the way. Please watch that. One of the I best movies I still love Michael Douglas's I Want You to Be. 
the Ant Man. The Ant Man. And then the look on his face. I, want you to break in and I steal mean, I, the end of that trailer when he's, he's so good. the train gag made me laugh. So I laughed out like loud. Like the, the end of the film is going to be like that feels that feels Edgar Wrighty to me of just like that. Yeah. What's what? How do we finish the like? If that's the final fight scene, that it would all be on a fucking yeah. like and child's toy train track. A couple, like, that's awesome. A couple comments in the article were like, "Does Disney own Thomas the Tank Engine now?" <laughs> like, I will do all the research. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a very, very British thing. Yeah, and it's very clear that's the. You're right. That's the. To me, it's the Edgar Wright stank. So yeah. on. he's like, mm. it could be any model train. He's like, no, it needs to be Thomas. It's got to be Thomas. <laughs> it be, it's got to be Thomas. Yeah. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> we already oh, Thomas. made. We already made all the. Well, frankly, it's good for Thomas. The, the oh, totally. The tank yeah. engine estate will benefit from being an Avenger. For making no, for making Thomas a part of the Marvel. Universe. That's what I mean. Like he's now canon. Like but he'll yeah, have his own wiki page. I thought the shrinking effects looked good. <laughs> I liked the look of the yellow jacket costume. So. Too. So the yellow jacket irks me because it looks like a Lost Planet character. <laughs> yeah. Shoot the orange! And it just, yeah, I can't, I couldn't totally well, I get mean, behind it. kind of... It looked, it, it's it where started it, to feel the closest to a almost got it but didn't 90s superhero but, movie. But what I'm saying, like, I watched it four times. In between that, you get glimpses of the tone. The yeah. tone is really silly. Yeah, I hope. I think sillier, but it was but Edgar it Wright and it's Peyton like, Reed who is a comedy director. Yeah, they're both comedy directors, and that Adam McKay like Adam McKay wrote it, and like they're level. not showing who Paul Rudd. I, I, I find it weird that well, I find it weird that I, I find it weird that Paul Rudd being a sincere character in a movie. I someone like yeah, there like, were still there were there were still so many scenes in the trailer that were just like this is stereotypical hero's journey shit. Yeah. Like, you, uh, you're down on your luck. You're in jail, but you only became a thief to help your daughter. I'll make you better. And then once he says Ant Man, then it takes that turn of like, oh, this totally I'm liking. But I'm like, saying trailers are for dummy, sort of us, but for morons. Yes, they're for morons who can't decide or read about what they want to watch and want to decide in one two minute trailer they see in front of Fast and the Furious. <laughs> so like that 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 it's doing its job, but there are glimmers in there of like this is going to be really silly, and the, the the shots of him running around with ants, mm-hmm. fucking great. Yeah, those that shit was crazy. I didn't think they could make that work, but I like seeing him running around. So with ants. I mean, I don't know. This is the most skeptical I've been of any of these movies. Well, I, skepticism is fine, but like I have, I do have faith, and this is what this is what irks me about fandom and geekdom in general. Don't you want to be surprised? Oh yeah, in yeah. general, like and, everyone wants to know the answer to everything, and tell me about the next thing. Why don't you? Just and when be was the last time you walked into a Marvel movie and weren't surprised that they took things in a way different direction than you thought they were going to do? Yeah, like well, I like Guardians. If you want kinda all, was that? If but you the want trailers, all, let you know. If you want all the answers, like what's the point of living? Like I don't, <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like tell me what happens in the next game. Tell me what happens in the next movie. Just wait. Just be yeah. quiet mm-hmm. and do something else with your time until that shows up, and then enjoy the thing <laughs> or don't. The venture just breath. do anything but I, else. But I do. But I, that's the thing. I have enough faith. <sighs> and I guess Kevin Feige. Yeah. yeah. Like once my ass is in the seat, he's going to shock me, and I'm not going to be prepared for what like, Ant Man actually is. I didn't watch. Like I don't like. Do you I don't want to know Thanos is in the teaser to Avengers. It made me fucking freak out in the I theater. I still don't. Oh. Well, the uh, and the. Uh, the Venture Brothers guys, I remember Comic Con had this funny thing where after their first quest, like this was before like season five of theirs aired, and the first couple questions was like, "Well, is this going to happen?" And then they said to say like, 
guys, we're not going to answer will character X be in this? Like, we want you to see the season, so please ask us something else. We're yeah. not like we're not going to tell you what happens in this. I season. don't understand this idea of like you're so in love with something, but then you want instant gratification with it, yeah. which is like, do you remember why you loved this in the first place? It's, it wasn't because you read a wiki and understood it all immediately. It's because you you you. You savored it, and I, you I, developed a taste for it, and now you just want to like cram it down your throat. I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But it's that it's that weird middle Venn diagram thingy that happens between fandom and like let's tease a movie that's not out for eight months. Yeah, and like so, there's nothing left to do if you want to talk about it and talk about what might happen. So I understand the limits, but like any criticism I'm, I'm seeing of Ant Man, even my own, like. I guarantee it's going to surprise the shit out of us. Because Captain America Winter Soldier, nobody expected what that movie was. Yeah. Everybody expected... Yeah. Us dorks expected Bucky to show up and reveal himself as the Winter Soldier. Nobody expected that to be an old school 1970s yeah, political that's, spy. That's true. But Spionage also thriller. The Terminator. Like yes. It was a 70s yeah. political spy film and The Terminator. And yes. changed their TV show completely. Yes, oh, like, like that... That was insane. Nobody expected yeah. that. I'm and, bummed that people oh, are watching and, Age of Ultron right now. And it did that while also making Cap as good as he is in the comics. Yeah, that's the like, first time I watched him in a movie going like, that's Captain America. Yeah, so, like, like, this so, is badass Cap who deserves to lead the Avengers. Nobody write off Ant-Man because yeah. of Winter Soldier. Oh, I'm not going to write it off. No, no, but not I'm, you, But like, just okay. anybody who has any like skepticism like... You can't ever write this off. Yeah. Maybe it's its first failure. Sure. Who wants their, do I want it to be their first failure? Never. Never. Never do I want it to be the Why root for them to be a failure? Well, speaking of Kevin Feige, Feige. Uh, he also, you Fucking know, he did a ton of interviews for Avengers 2, so then obviously people grilled him about other stuff, mm-hmm. including what's happening with MCU Spider-Man. And mm-hmm. so he, he went on record and confirmed a few things, saying, like, it's definitely Peter Parker. He's going to be 15 to 16. Like, he's fully in high school. Mm-hmm. He wants him to be funnier, mm-hmm. like, and no origin. He says, nope, we're trusting no the audience knows the origin. Yeah, we're they, not going to waste your time with the origin. I actually became very uncomfortable with that. Andy said that the, the, the costume is going to really surprise, is like, it's true to the character, but it's going to surprise you too, like, what they're doing with the costume. But honestly, that's the one thing I was like, just keep, please keep the Sony costume. The last costume, the Amazing Two's costume Uh-oh. was the best part of that movie. Uh-oh, do you think that means full-on Iron Spider? No, I don't oh want God. that. Sure, that. like it's, it ties in with Civil War. Hey, look, I just keep keep the white, the super white eye lenses. That they, they the got to sell toys, so I don't think they'll do that. Those right. super white eye lenses were so good. Yeah, I love. I, those. I mean, I, it, it's hard. To, it's hard to guess if like the Amazing Two one was a great costume. Yeah. So it's hard to guess what they would do. It turns out that's not all that important to make that's a good movie. So yeah. Well, no, it wasn't. But it was like at least for the first time when he would be posing, and a lot of those great the moments. Action scenes were yeah. still great. Because I still haven't seen it better anyway. because, uh, as I said yeah, about it, once I first no saw Amazing, I saw it on a plane and I missed the last thirty minutes, so I bought it. On, on, <laughs> on, I saw the first thirty on a on plane. Amazon, if you ever want to watch, it, watch it, it but then they, right but then they released the first thirty on YouTube anyway. So yeah. thirty, or like the Actually, whole, the they whole... accidentally posted the entire film. On YouTube. Did they? Really? Well, because like I, I'd already watched the Rhino fight in the yeah. beginning, and it was like, oh, that was cool. And then like that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. And then the, the fucking beginning of the movie. I got a fucking Rhino car. I think you can pull out thirty really good minutes out of Amazing Spider-Man. Too. It's fine. Uh, Everybody is stupid. I don't want to fun. All right. And then lastly... DC released that trailer, the teaser. Yeah, that teaser trailer did come up right before That was the most teasery tease I've ever seen in my life. It was 
it feels realer once you see their costumes with so. light on it. I, I didn't I'm see it. Can I watch it? it? Yeah, it's 20 seconds, but it's just their costumes. I, it's not on my phone. Why don't we do it at, during the break? Um, but okay, Psylocke, oh. Olivia Munn, I am, in Age of Apocalypse. All right. I'm reluctant. Uh, I can't believe how okay I am with this. Mm-hmm. Well, look. No, Olivia Munn is great. Like She I, gets a bad rap. On the newsroom, not... Some people give all her the a bad newsroom rap. shit aside. She is great <laughs> on the newsroom. She uh-huh. is. She 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 showed herself as a great actor who can handle comedic and dramatic dialogue. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I I only knew her from Attack of the Show. Yeah, and, and I and it is well past time that Psylocke got to be for sure. in the movie. It's like, and she's the everyone's favorite British Japanese ninja. Oof. She has psychic, one of my favorite sexable. panels of all time. She like knocks somebody out and uh, what's. Uh, Age of Ad- the Atom saga. Uh, the, what Children of the Atom? The, no, the, the one that happened last year. With Battle the of the Atom. Battle of the Atom, and like she's holding Jubilee's baby and kills oh, somebody, yeah. and she's like, "I just killed that guy with a baby in my hand, and the baby just pooped." <laughs> Being a mom is easy. <laughs> that's great. And I was like, "That's that's yes, that's beautiful. That's one of the well, greatest lines I've ever seen." What I remember Psylocke for partially is because like Jim Lee, lo- mm. like he drew her. She was the hottest X Man of that era. Jim I'd Lee's say. redesign of the X Men uh, coincided perfectly with my adolescence. So <laughs> breast puberty. Uh, uh, Jubilee or not Jubilee? Rogue and Psylocke <laughs> are like the two more mm. Psylocke than Rogue, but mm. those two together. There's actually a specific cover of Wizard. It's like Wizard. It's the teens, I think. The cover is Rogue and Psylocke. The Hold- headline is so much titty. <sighs> Basi- no, yeah, basically. Uh, it's I, my favorite Pornhub comment. But it, it was a great, like, thinking back, like, editorial style. It was a, it was a cover of Jim Lee art on the cover. And it's Generation X, I think, was launching. And they mm. were like... The cover was the hottest X women they could find, mm-hmm. and they drew a unique because that's how Wizard was yeah. a unique mm-hmm. cover every month from an artist that was notable, and it was basically like the new mutants because Generation X the whole thing was like these are the mutants who aren't gorgeous who aren't mm-hmm. pretty the weirdos the weirdos who have powers that aren't cosmetically pleasing that this is the story of those people, and rather than have a cover with them they just made a cover that was like the new generation won't look like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, as a 14, well, I was probably 13, and I'm just like, nine. I am so into this. Yeah. So, uh, well, I, re- I recall, like, uh, in 92, there was, there was this ad. You remember that? Boy, this feels like such, like, grandpa talking about stuff, but... Before the internet, they had ads in comics about how to send away to buy comics. That's true. And a little checklist I check every yeah. month. And and uh, Mile High away. Comics had one of those. And they had the same image from like the the Marvel ninety one or ninety two swimsuit special uh, that was Jim Lee uh, Jim Lee's Psylocke in mm. the, in a swimsuit and like. It. I remember it because it was on the back of Amazing Spider Man three sixty five, which was. Is still my most beloved sentimental, sentimentally important comic. So never steal that from me, guys. Wizard thirty four, by the <laughs> way. Thank you. The cover. If you want to look it up, though, I also recall Psylocke. Um, uh, Joe Joe Mad took a real liking to her too, and one of my favorite Joe Mad books uh, in the in in the Uncanny X Men run was her and Angel teaming up to fight ninjas, and it was totally just like. 
It felt like Joe Mad told the writer, like, dude, I just wanted to draw Psylocke and Angel fight ninjas. <laughs> Fine, I'll write a story for that. I guess draw what you feel like, Joe Mad. <laughs> like, Joe Mad was like, he wanted to be a video game designer, but mm-hmm. in the late 90s, that wasn't really open to him. Like, oh, wait, that segues into something I wanted to tell you guys. It's okay. very vaguely tangentially comic related, but I figured you'd like it. Hank, uh, Mortal Kombat came out this week. Yeah, uh, it has a story mode that is hysterical and dumb at the same time. But like now, they're inextricably tied to me to the DC universe. Not only because that game, but the opening reminds me a lot of the DC universe online, which which to me was an amazing opening mm-hmm. of DC really embracing itself. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat had that too. I think Mortal Kombat fits into the comic universe, does it not? Oh yeah. Well, um, I mean, uh, I I just replayed some Injustice last week, mm-hmm. partially because like I had a free copy. It was on. It was a oh, PlayStation. So Injustice. Yeah, I loved. I you know really like Injustice a lot. Like it was mm-hmm. a fun little game, and and like Mortal Kombat, the story was really good. Like. Is the combat as good as, say, Street Fighter for Ultra, Ultra, about. Ultra? Like, no, but... It's about weird-ass fatalities, stupid character designs, and strange story elements. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's not... It may not be the most competitive fighting game in the universe, but I dropped 60 bucks on it. And the I have friend... had a, a couple hours of fun. And like, I'll never regret the kind of fun I had so with So, the Mortal one Kombat. weird thing about Mortal Kombat, though, is that... The new one mm-hmm. is that you have cross-generational characters. Yes. And so... Mixed with some of the most horrific uh, finisher fatalities they've ever had, we streamed- and you can do that for like father to daughter, we streamed it, son to mother. On this, <laughs> we streamed it on uh, youtubecom network. and I cut together a highlight reel. If you don't want to watch the full stream of the story mode and the versus mode, Dave, as I was playing as Cassie, pulled a horrific uh, fatality with Johnny Cage, his daughter. Yeah, which is a like otherwise a hilarious, hilarious <laughs> fatality. But he ripped apart his daughter in yes. order to win a fight for no reason. Um, yeah, uh, to save Earthrealm. I, don't know. I thought, why I, are they fighting? Anyway? I thought you would like like the internet just caught on like in, in seemingly like an eternity later, which is like two days uh, oh. that that they revealed a gay character. Oh, they in did. Mortal Kombat. I miss this. Um, I don't fucking remember his name. Kung, Kung Jin. Mm. Um, but it's super subtle, but it was basically confirmed by Netherrealm. Let's see if you can hear a clip. Go to the Wuxi Academy. Join the Shaolin. Like Kung Lao before you. I can't. They won't accept. They care only about what is in your heart, not whom your heart desires. Whoa. So it's super subtle. Wow. And then like everybody's like, is that mean he's getting the Netherrealm's guys are like, yep. Wow. Yep, we made a gay character. Cool. Take that. I like Middle that. America will never notice. Here he is eating a man's eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, you just made an excellent point. Uh, um, the great. things we will accept from a character. <laughs> what? He likes butt? <laughs> oh, man? <laughs> All right. But, uh, you know, if you're going to cut off cut off your daughter's head and then eat the brain inside. He ripped it's like, that dude's uh, eyelids off and blew a bubble. <laughs> As long as he ain't poor. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, it's been a fun first half, but uh, now when we come back, big old Daredevil spoiler talk about the Netflix series. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, you know, watch all of it, binge watch it ASAP, and then come back and do it.
Hello, everybody, and welcome to the break for this week's episode of Cape Crisis 133. I thank you so much for listening, and uh, it's always, always appreciated, you guys. All, all the comments, the reviews on iTunes, when you at reply me on Twitter at H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G, those are all such, uh, uh, they warm my heart, they really do. Um, but, you know, if you wanted to help out Cape Crisis and uh, the Laser Time Network, there's a lot of ways you can do that. I mean, first off, there's only a few days left, but we are still doing the uh, real-life cartoons commentary packs. Uh, in case you don't know, the, the all the information is on the LaserTimePodcast.com webpage. It's on the right. But a quick version is $0.99 cents to $4.99 will get you a fan commentary on uh, Roger Rabbit and Space Jam, two amazing films, <laughs> great films. Uh, and uh, that we, me, Chris, Dave Rudden, and Michael Grimm give commentary on, which uh, I think are both a lot of fun. And if you give more than five, uh, $5 or more, you'll get a commentary pack for Cool World. A, it's a fun time. It isn't a bad movie, but we have a lot of fun with it. And if you give more than $10 and put in your address in the, your PayPal field, you will get a special physical thing. You'll, uh, it'll be all great. So... You know, do that. Help out Laser Time and its uh, tax tax time of need. Uh, and also, you know, uh, another thing that would really help out is if you've yet to review the show and subscribe to it on iTunes, please do both of those things on iTunes. Head over there. It really helps a lot with the visibility of Cape Crisis. Uh, and lastly, now it's time for the Hank's Corner pick of the week. I'm just going to continue saying that Daredevil is an amazing book that you need to keep checking out. There's so many, so many great Daredevil books to check out. From Bendis' run, Brubaker, the current Wade stuff, to the more classic stuff by Frank Miller, even Anosenti's run on it. There's so many great Daredevil books to get right now. If you're if you're excited for Daredevil, or if you're so if you loved the Daredevil show, these are a ton of great books to check out. And I will have links to all of the best ones on this week's episode page. So head to that on lasertimepodcast.com. All right, and so now uh, we're going to take a break, and when we get back into, or we're going to finish the break, when we get back into the show, we're going to have some deep talk about Daredevil, uh, the TV series. If you don't want to hear spoilers, then you're going to have to hit a pause, but just a quick version is we really enjoyed it, and you should be watching it. All right, see you. Well, we hope you guys are done binge watching because it's time to binge listen to the rest of this episode. Spoiler talk. That's right. Shit. Really totally, quick, okay, you, need to, yes. you need to close the news segment, man. This is we're still in the news. Is it segment. not closed? Oh. No, we didn't close it. Now I have to remember what I did. So, that's, okay, good. Good. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now we need to open the Daredevil section. Um, How do we? No, <laughs> no, we'll not subject the listeners to that. All right, look. So, midnight Thursday night. Daredevil appeared on mm. Netflix. It had been talked about for so long, and here it is. And now that it's over, I immediately want there to be a second season, and there isn't one. And, and there might so, never be one? 
The way it's it paced, like, Jesus. It's an accident. That's never a fucking accident. It was. I had to cue these up in a different way. It'll never happen again. Um, anyway. Testing sounds. What are you saying? The way it's paced? Just the way it's paced. With this to Jessica Jones, to Luke Cage, to Iron Fist, to Defenders, they don't have a spot. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. seasons. So I like, guess Daredevil season two. I don't think they banked on. Is like I don't think they banked on any one of these being yeah. so well received. Yeah. Daredevil want. season two might like at at best be four years away. Though I have to <laughs> think like now they might you know they change plans on the fly like yeah. as, as I told you another point I heard from their like all the interviews about Avengers two is like in phase two. They've made changes of like Thanos is going to be a bigger part of the Guardians film, and they changed their mind on that. And mm-hmm. so, same deal could be. I could see them either. trying to just be like, well, you know what? We were hedging our bets with Iron Fist anyway. Why not just combine Iron <laughs> Fist and well, Daredevil? Though, I mean, there's a big. I'd say the biggest tease of the whole right. of future ones in that movie yeah, was yeah. Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. Yeah, yeah, the whole definitely, show definitely. The Rand so, Corporation is the only one that's mentioned. The Roxxon. Roxxon's mentioned, and which is like, there's a Rand Corporation truck. Well, it's more Gao. Gao is 100%. Miss, Miss Gao is 100% a Kunlun yeah. uh, person. Like she's, yeah, she, and then you see her do the straight-up Iron Fist punch. Yeah. Where well, she it's shoots, a crazy kung fu move. She I shoots mean, him. Well, she shoots him across the room, but it's like it's that it's that channeling your chi into yeah. one punch. Because how could an old woman push Daredevil sixty feet mm-hmm. with a punch? It's and like, it's, the it's logo fist. on her heroine was yeah. like totally like that was the black snake thing. It was, that, yeah, it's from it one was, of the villains. But the, but yeah, that all. And then she's and well, there's also when she's like. When the owl is like, "Oh, uh, you're, going I, back, you're going back to China," and he's like, "She's like, mm, not really. It's farther uh, than he that." He might be my favorite. He is my favorite character the whole show. The, he's yeah, the Leland Owlsley, though. I think his the, son uh, is going to be the, the war- actual owl, the warden in the yeah. Shawshank Redemption. So yeah. everyone in the world has seen this guy before. Yeah. Yeah. and has all the funny dialogue. Yeah. Well, what I loved, I did love about him that he was he got to be the guy in all these like hardcore meetings. Yeah. They were just like, I don't know what the fuck any of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like whatever, but he also he has he has his own level of assurance of just like eh, I'm the rich guy though I got all the money like, so yeah, you're yeah. not killing me. You asked me to grab some clips. Yeah, uh, which which uh, we have some clips. I would like to bring them up organically to so just talk whoever you want. Um, all right, well let's start from the beginning though. All right, well so, not from the beginning, but you asked me for a specific character. This is a good well, intro stick. to Daredevil. I did stick stick, which I did not expect to make it into the Daredevil show in any way. <sighs> yeah. So, all right, let's hear some stick because I I really liked who they got a stick. Yeah. It would have been David oh, Carradine were he not dead. Mm. How old were you when you got blinded? Nine. Nine. So you had nine whole years of looking at movies, blue skies, up girly skirts that I never had. I was born blind. You don't hear me whining about it, do you? No. So you're nine years old, walking along, minding your own business, and whammo! Get hit by a truck, killed dead on the spot. I wasn't killed. You lived? <laughs> Praise God, it's a miracle. So you survive the truck and get this chemical shit in your eyes. What next? I hear things. What kind of things? Everything. Coughs and fights. Cats meowing. That kid was a Sometimes good actor. walks away. Yeah, he was. Sense things. I know where things are and when they move. But I can't see. You know what they call stuff like that? Gifts. 
I I don't know. I like yeah, that scene a now, bunch. Well, that was one of the dicier things I wondered if they were going to add. Because if anything... All right, when you bring in Stick, and then also mm-hmm. the hand, like the second they had a Japanese dude there, yeah. and then showed the side of the building he wanted to build, I was like, boy, they're insinuating the hand, but when you bring in the hand, that is some complicated-ass shit that you maybe could save till season two. So mm-hmm. this is, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but the fact that we're talking about the hand. Mm-hmm. So we know what well, was Stick at the end of that episode specifically. He's only in one episode, and then he's talking to someone at the end who we know is Stone, mm-hmm. who's another person in that same wheelhouse, uh, about, like, is he going to be ready? We don't know, blah, blah, blah. And it's teasing that there's something bigger coming because they tease like a bigger war and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's going to, we need a warrior. And Daredevil ties in into the hand and Yakuza and all that stuff. Um, but then when you bring in Kunlun and Iron Fist and all that, all that stuff too, I start to wonder if what they're building towards for Defenders is Shadowland. Yeah, well, I mean, the I area. The huh? stuff I don't know what that means. Uh, that was an interesting crossover. It was thing the crossover like, that made me stop reading Daredevil for the first time in ten years. But yes, but the conceptually, well, and like also the the on the entire season long arc of we want this land yeah. to build a thing. I was like, that's Shadowland. Yeah. Like that they that need they need this it. specific land because they need to get that was a little confusing about everybody's motivation. Like, what are we going towards? I well, did. I did love going back. I mean, we're all over the place, but you can't help it. But Getting back Wait, to the very so beginning. You, you, I need you to get into this, but I just want to burn this off because it was supposed to be my introductory Daredevil clip. Uh-huh. But but part of what I liked about it is how much they didn't hang on the origin story and how much they didn't. Yeah. I did act. I do one of my highlights from the Affleck Daredevil movies how they portrayed his powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they didn't dwell on that ever. Yeah, not, not for not, one second yeah. in, in this movie. Well, and, but one for, second for one second. <laughs> for and a I caught, second. And I caught the clip. It's the title of the episode, and uh, it went like I thought it was fucking beautiful. I mean, I mean, I know that you're blind, but you see so much. How? I guess you have to think of it as more than just five senses. I can't see, not like everyone else, but I can feel things like uh, balance, the direction, micro changes in air density, vibrations, blankets of temperature variations. Mix all that with what I hear, subtle smells. All of the fragments form a sort of impressionistic painting. Okay, but what does that look like? Like, what do you actually see? The world on fire. That there's one sequence that shows what the world yeah it's like the, a short short it's sequence sort of creepy sort of pretty sort of weird like. yeah I I like that they kept it that simple. I I had to to both my girlfriend and Tyler Wilde explain <laughs> what's special about Daredevil and I did yeah. I said some of that stuff and then it. Tyler said now imagine he was a superhero with all that who could also see mm. and I'm like shut up 
Now yeah. imagine that Daredevil can see behind him. He yeah. can see in the room next to him. Yeah. It, at all so times. There is actually a good story when Wade took over of a villain who had all his powers and could see. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's actually really cool. What issue uh, is that? It's going to be like well, in a tent. Also, right? it's before Wade, he went to San Francisco. Okay. Wade came up with a lot of interesting scenes that no, that nobody really touched on before. Just like, oh, I can see everything around me. Well, okay, what color is this? Well, I don't know. Oh, no, I have to decide what color this thing is? Uh oh. <laughs> like, oh, this guy has, uh, the, hey, what's this magazine to say, huh? And he's like, I, I don't know. Look, shut up. Like, he's. Right. He, the, the, because Wade found more interesting ways to say, like, Okay, yes, he can see, but it's not sight. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Stoplights, uh, mm-hmm. signs, all a, all a big world on fire to tear down. Yeah. But, it is. Like, it's weird how many scenes they recreate from the 03 movie in this. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, well, the, the, rain, movie... the rain is a ceiling on the world, and then you see Jennifer Garner's face in the mm-hmm. rain. Like, that's the same thing with Rosario Dawson. And there well, were, there the was o- also, it wasn't in the comic they portrayed, like, rain is his weakness? Mm, that it... It, it fucks with the sound of everything. Some, yeah, that it, but well, no, no, that's how he saw it, her. It in the dampens sound Boy, and stupid. makes smells uh, impossible. Like I yeah. thought, I remember that from a comic. I bit. think, I think so. But well, okay, so I think Charlie Cox, great job. I think For he was real. really yeah, good. Yeah, he was really good. That two and minute, foggy, that, that five minute fight foggy. sequence in the, in the hallway, hallway, episode two, old yeah. boy as shit, so yeah. good. I have, I have a clip of Foggy. And they said it was for real. Like I was sure they hid cuts in there, Me but too. they said in interviews like it was a real five minute one take. And you can like, see that they, they they go into other rooms and yeah. clearly other stuntmen come out, but it yeah. is one take, yeah. yeah, for sure. And it's definitely not Charlie Cox in any of it. I have my favorite <laughs> clip of Foggy. I, I, I hated him for one second and then immediately fell in love with him. Landman and Zach. Landman and motherfucking Zach, man. Ooh, sounds impressive. Are they looking to hire? Oh, you wouldn't be happy. We used to intern there. Oh, right. And they offered us a job, a great job, which we turned down to go off and save the world. Now they hate us. We'll need to load for bear if we're going to take them on. I'll hit the precinct, check for complaints against Tilly. I can't go to LNZ alone. They're going to shark attack me, Matt. Oh, Look yeah. at me. I'm delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought that he, line was great. Yeah. I thought he did a great job, oh, and the most uh, Paul Williams looking motherfucker in and, the universe. And also, when he said to him, "When I I really liked when he found out that he was Daredevil and had his powers, like his indignation was very real. Like I liked yeah. that a well, lot. It reminded me. So in this thirteen episodes, they smash together basically the last twenty five years yeah. of Daredevil stories. Yeah. Of like, how long was Foggy oblivious to? Murdoch's real, real jam. the season. Like, no, no, no. In the comics, like it was like four forty years. Forty. It was years. a long time, but like the number of times Foggy is like, "That's it, man. I can't do it anymore." Mm. Multiple times. Mm. Even in the ten, last fifteen years, when I was reading Daredevil regularly, Foggy does that at least twice. Mm. Yeah. Um, but like the the fall of Kingpin, introducing the hand, introducing Stick, uh, this scene, that scene. It's like wow, this is like a who bringing in the owl, some the owl and stuff. Uh, like, also, the, and Melvin, Melvin too. Potter, the gladiator, like all that was great. The guy who I makes the costume, yes, yes. Uh, like that was Bad fun. Man. That was yeah. cool. Uh, he's part. He's a, he has a great yeah. part in the Bendis Malieve run and the Night Nurse. The, the Night, Night Nurse, Nurse blew me away. Like I did not know. Like when I didn't realize I, she was going to be the Night Nurse. Yeah, I purposely don't read up on these things mm-hmm. because like I don't want to know. Like it's the same thing. Like I don't read ahead about comics because I want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's no point in being exciting about this shit if I know what's happening. Like mm-hmm. just tell me how I die and then the fucking it's over. Like what what's the point, right? <laughs> so. 
That's I want to probably an issue of your free time. I want to experience these things. Like why 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 cheat yourself out of the surprise? Like the surprise now is I read a line on on a screen, huh? <laughs> or in the moment I get to experience actual uh, emotion and go comic alliance. It's just like <laughs> uh, up that whole storyline in a sentence. It's just like it. I mean, if it's old stuff and I'm catching up, that's different. That, that's that Rosario di- Dawson is there, like so prominent in the beginning, and some of those really great sequences, yeah. especially the interrogation sequence in the mm-hmm. second episode. That's good. Yeah, um, and, and then and then disappears entirely. She comes back like off and on in a in one second in the last six episodes. That's yeah. fine. Well, the well, Night Nurse should not be a mainstay. It, but it's still Rosario Dawson. She's beautiful. I love her. She's great. But I, the fact that when she showed up, I was like, I really hope she's the night nurse. And then I was like, oh, my God, she's mm. the night nurse. Like well, That was great. And she works as a character that you don't know for sure, but mm. can just appear in every... She can be the Agent Coulson. She can like, be in all those Netflix series. Yeah, she's the Agent Coulson of Netflix. Huh. Like but, I, but what I did love because, about the... the well, because also, uh, I read up on her character, and the night nurse is... Claire and yeah. the Night Nurse are separate two, characters. Two characters. They've now been bonded together. And Claire was a paramour of Luke Cage. So yeah, just, they were married, I guess. Or I think so. I believe so. But what I, what I loved about the setting. So a couple things about the tone is it's very it it's we can get we can get into this later. But ninety ninety five percent of the show is a crime show that happens to be based on a comic book. Yeah. So it's very dark. It's very Batman Dark Nighty, mm-hmm. and intentionally so because Frank Miller is the person who also redefined Batman. He redefined Daredevil before that, I think. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So they hired him on Batman because of his Daredevil. Yeah. There's a reason why he seems like Batman. It's because the same guy redefined this shit for all of us. I was describing that to Tyler as we were watching. He's like Batman, and Batman almost gets beaten to death every, every time episode. he encounters anybody. Yeah. So it's it's a relatable thing. Whereas Batman, I can't relate to a billionaire who has everything yeah. at his disposal. Murdoch, I can at least relate to in a sense of like. I probably would get my ass kicked, yes. even if I had powers and was super trained. Yeah. Some guy's still going to get thirty good shots in on me, <laughs> and I'm going to have my nose broken nine months out of the year. Well, and they, and they play up his Catholicism as how he yeah. like, knows I'm how meant to, to get a, a better beating. clip of that. But that that they bother. Like I still, when I watch The Simpsons now and they go to church, I'm like, yeah. that still happens. Yeah, is that a thing that still goes down? But they kept the Catholicism in there in a yeah, really he's important a way. Suffering Catholic, yeah. but and, when I, and well, taught by his dad to like take as a, hit. a Catholic, I should yeah. say. But what it, what I loved is how they framed it as like why it works in the Marvel universe is it's post Avengers New York gets blown up. Yeah, that means a bunch of buildings somebody, are destroyed. Somebody, somebody did say they thought they were alluding to nine eleven. No. And I went back. No, I went back and watched it. And if you're not deliberately thinking about Avengers, they don't say aliens. Sure, no, no, no. They, you could easily think 9/11. Yeah, you could. You see that one headline. Well, the, it's yeah. in the background of Eric's office. Yeah, the whole. And I noticed one of those newspapers is specifically. It's the only direct reference yeah. I remember to the 08 Hulk movie, mm-hmm. where it's like Harlem craziness. Hulk's, yeah. Hulk beats giant monster, and it's By like, the way, oh, Ben wow. Urich, really great. great. It was so a great character. That, that actor, I've seen him with a bunch of stuff. He is fantastic. Yeah, that was great. I was surprised they killed him. Because yes. he is he's an important <laughs> character in the overall... Ben is a very important character. I he, he, To sound... He lived, he's outlived Daredevil... Several times. To sound cynical about it, mm. it feels like he, the actor, didn't want to come back for it later. Mm. Like, oh, you think eh, so? I won't come back. I, I somehow doubt that. It's just like. Or that it was like, okay, there were a couple of things in it where I was like, if you guys wanted to imitate an HBO show, mm. like the, the uncut fight scene, mm. I was like, that wasn't that what got True Detective, it, it's it, breakthrough moment? 
Uh, I, for me, it was already scene. good. Elston, please be quiet. Uh, but, but I but mean, true, it got True Detective it made it in amazing. the mainstream it made too. It like everybody, I remember everybody was sharing that clip, yeah, and I wonder if really they good. if they made that scene in Daredevil in reaction to that. It is, and, but you, it is same deal. Ben it Eric's, is so old boy, by yeah. the way. And yeah. I, I don't want to, I don't want to harp on it too much and say they ripped it off. But there's so many old boy, including like how he jumps off the wall. Mm-hmm. It, like, he does old boy moves in that hallway. Well, and I then meanwhile, Ben Urich, I, I think Ben Urich's death is more like a shocking soprano end of the season. They killed that guy, kind yeah. of thing. Like that's what it, it felt it like. It is very much towards the. I have a clip of Kingpin talking to him <laughs> from earlier in the show. Think? Rambling on the internet will change anything. People seek the truth, no matter where they find it. That may have been the case when you and I were young. Oh, this is great, yeah. This world around us is preoccupied with celebrity weddings and videos of cats. (laughs) Complicated issues, issues that matter. They take too much focus. They take too much time away from texting and the thousand channels on the satellite dish. All right, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty ham, ham-fisted speech, but like the kingpin portrayal was something I was not ready for. Yeah, at it's all. fun because yeah. what the show does is it it builds him to where by the time the show ends, he's more like the comic book villain we expect. Closer to no, it, yeah. He, no, but he, the build up is no, like he's the, like that immediately. And he has, he has like, if you compare him to Michael Clark Duncan, the only thing he doesn't have, and I don't have a very serious problem with it, think of anything in the show that leads you to believe he can organize a crime family of any kind. Well, that's the that's the thing. He's like on an autism spectrum. He's played a little bit, I'd say, because he's like, especially when they show that's before what, Vanessa comes into his life, he wakes up every morning, wears yes. the same thing. Makes the same breakfast. Vanessa's like, the changeover, yep, but it's like anymore. that's that is right when we meet him. What I like, obviously, Kingpin is physically imposing. He's less physically imposing than Michael Clark Duncan. Is Michael Clark Duncan is fucking like seven mm. feet tall? Yeah, he's huge. Uh, but he's so emotionally unstable. Yeah. I was not prepared for that at all. So that's actually something that was not used all that much in the Affleck one. But like Kingpin is. Like there's a lot of he scenes. Can snap. There's a lot of totally. There's a lot of moments I remember as a kid, like reading. I think it's Ghost Rider number two in the nineties, because somehow Ghost Rider, even though he's a demon, ghost motorcycle man, <laughs> meets up with Kingpin. He still got looped in with Punisher and Daredevil and all the street level Stop heroes. Stop dealing bootleg Pokemon cards. Yeah, and it's like the spirit of vengeance is here to make you feel <laughs> the pain you've been. And it's like I just robbed a fucking liquor store. <laughs> it was like you don't have anything better to do. Ghost m- fucking motorcycle man who can drive up the fiery wind. Anyway, I had seen a couple. Uh, a there's couple a scene where like it's just like Kingpin who's like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, a lot of jokes. Oh, he's huge, he's fat. And it's like, no, it's all muscle. Yeah, he is not mm-hmm. a fat guy. He, it's all muscle, and he'll seem cold, calculating, emotionless, and then he'll just go into these rages and crush people's skulls in their in his bare hands. That's how he's introduced, in my opinion. Yeah, like and he, it's like that's that I thought was that, so graphic that head. Oh, insane. that's great. That was insane. perfect. The whole time I'm watching that, I've got to smile. Embarrassed me. So yeah, that was that's perfect. That's that perfect. was the defining moment for me when he saw his reflection back in his oh, car. Yeah, that was I was great. like. That's Bendis's kingpin. That yeah. felt like this. Yeah. Mark Mill of uh, Mark Miller, Frank Miller's kingpin is a mu- is a a mountain of muscle yeah. that can like kick kick Daredevil's ass anytime he feels like it, yeah. and and he runs the city and nobody's ever heard of him. But and he's always 
He's always very level-headed, 95% yeah. of the time. You want to hear him intimidating but, a cop? But Ben, well, well, I just want to say that Bendis's kingpin is much more human. Like, mm-hmm. he kind of screws up sometimes, or you, at least, like, when he was writing a kingpin, the kingpin was still a menace, but he was also kind of like, I got to pull my shit back together, man. Yeah. Oh, I got to make The whole work. Bendis run is Daredevil, is Daredevil being outed and trying to deal with that, mm-hmm. like, that his identity is known or at least speculated Traveling upon. Traveling Europe. But Meanwhile, yeah, Kingpin King is rebuild. also trying to rebuild his shit. And but it's is, like, is that when? Because I, I, I just didn't expect the Vanessa angle to take yeah. root so That's quickly. That's also like it's such a to me. It's such from a, a small different facet. era of Kingpin too. It's such a small facet yeah. of Kingpin. But he was didn't he like cry, like Walt Disney or and like cryogenically freezer? No, order? she died of cancer. But he. Didn't he freeze her in order that to That might wake be in her? another story, but all I remember is her dying of cancer. But obsessed. Uh, but that's not something I think people with a rudimentary knowledge of Kingpin are even aware oh, yeah. of. And when I is, saw her show up, I'm like, is that Vanessa? That is outrageously then... apparent. It's a huge part of this character. Yeah. It's interesting, though. It's yeah. totally interesting. And it's, I, I find it very weird because I don't see anything in him that embodies a mafioso. Ever. Mm-hmm. I do. Because they give his origins like he was mild-mannered and... Went away for a while, and like, but how did he get? And I'm not gonna harp on it, but like, how did he get any of this? He doesn't look skilled in any of these areas. He's constantly yeah. breaking down emotionally. Well, you talk, you talk about his emotional problems too. Is like, Owsley makes it very clear. He's like, hey, we're making a deal here, and I feel like some versions of Kingpin would have just said like, yeah, all right, we'll make this deal. I'll mm-hmm. murder you later. But yeah. yeah, but this Kingpin was like. No, you cross the line with my wife. The end. Like I take no deals from people who try to kill the woman I love. Like true. Yeah. S- same deal with like he shouldn't have killed Benarek, but he was like, no, he talked to my mom. I cross the line. Boom. This is a good neutral scene before all that happens. But I did love it. They're by King Penis bought off everybody, even journalists in the city. I, that is a great scene, and I didn't get it immediately that the journalists are bought off yeah, as well. They just showed up because he told them to. Mm-hmm. Feelings. Regarding this matter, respect that. But if Detective Blake chooses to speak out of turn, the result will be unpleasant for you and for me. Out of turn, you shot him. Technically, we paid someone else to shoot him. <laughs> to how long before I do something that pisses you off? The answer to that is entirely up to you. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I like the Wesley character, sequence. too. I liked him. We've known, oh, the Wesley character was great. I liked him a lot. I kept trying to figure out if he was going to be somebody, like you know, the I Rose or something. Like, yeah, I think he was just like created to yeah. be a dude who gets killed by Karen. And by the way, Karen, I thought, did a very good job, too. Well, he was, was better. In I this. didn't capture her, her, her sounds because I loved that scene, and I didn't want to ruin it for anybody. Mm-hmm. But I forgot. Well, we'll probably spoil it. Every, well, everyone. and that, uh, like, they're definitely talking about that she has a, a background of substance abuse that's what they keep that's what i'm pretty sure they keep referring to yeah. like she doesn't want she has this past she doesn't want people to know about that's also why she like wesley wasn't the first guy she ever shot too yeah, like, oh, probably yeah i like that I, I i found that interesting with her and yeah i also liked uh it took me for some reason it didn't immediately click even though it's like the most on the nose reference Ever, hmm. but for some reason I was just like why? I was so caught up in the dialogue between Foggy and Murdoch when they're on the campus. Mm-hmm. Oh, about, the Electra, yeah. We're talking about meeting girls, oh. and then he's like, 
oh, you didn't really just take Greek just to learn Greek. And he's like, oh, because oh. I was into that girl. And he's like, oh, she already spoke Greek. I was, I was there to learn Spanish. And it's like... Farsi. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that was Electra. Like, yeah. they were totally setting up Electra. Punjabi. Well, they said that... No, no, no. That was Foggy. One Foggy was dating a girl, and he was mm. learning Punjabi for it. Then he said, what about that Greek girl you were dating? She was crazy. Oh, what? How, how did that end? Not well. Boom, move on. But like, yeah. no, I did oh, Electra. Oh, it took man. me a second. I was like, oh, right. Well, yeah, but they did hold back on Electra and Bullseye. And Bullseye. He's, Although there, there was speculation that the, some, that the right. sniper that they chose. I saw that too, but I also saw somebody point out that like Bullseye with a gun yeah. would never ever miss. Well, like, I also question that he would use a gun, frankly. Yeah. But. <laughs> Well, in that it's universe, at the start of it, maybe. Sure, that's true. And I do like that. I I like that Healy guy too. Like the dude who was hired to kill the dude at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And a and, great sequence. And also when the the first guy he beats up, like when I saw him in the very first episode, I was like, "Is that Turk?" And then when they named him, like, "Yeah, it is Turk." Like, mm. Turk is a low level goon of the of the kingpins who somehow. Still keeps like showing up, like he's he like Brubaker bought him back a bunch of times, and just had like Turk hanging out with him. He was just this like skeezy drug dealer. Is like, oh yeah, who just knows everything, and Kingpin just kind of counts on him. And so he's Hmm. you know he was the guy with the nose thing and who gave the gun to Healy. Like he's, uh, I hope that even though he gets arrested in the end of the season, I hope if they bring it back that that Turk is around. I always like the character. It does make me wonder, like they, man, it, they can't. They, they started on such a strong foot. It's so weird that like we still Jessica Jones is later this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we still have to get through Luke Cage and Iron Fist just to get to Defenders, and it's like I kind of just want more Daredevil. Yep. Yeah, they. I mean, they could just, but that's how Netflix committed. They're like, we'll commit to four one season things and just try these, but like. You know, if this it, this has been doing so well for Netflix, I could see them going to Marvel. Like, yeah, Dude, yeah like I was two. telling you that downstairs. Every time Netflix re- reveals a new awesome show, it's like ah, I just stole something. I was never going to not subscribe. Yeah. yeah, they do this to pick up subscribers, and we were talking about like, yeah. but then we re- we lived this whole sequence in a weekend, mm-hmm. essentially. And it's like, like, how did they benefit? From yeah, that? how do they like, benefit I guess from it's that? Just about retention. If it, but it, suppose, but if it was but... somebody who like subscribed for Daredevil and you get it all immediately, yeah. Then thirteen hours later, you can unsubscribe. Well, I guess yeah. they hope you'll then check out House of Cards or something. But it's still like, well, what if there was another season of Daredevil? Yeah, and there's not to look and forward like, to. Well, there's yeah. not, and it's also like it made me realize like how much I don't like, and this is a me problem. But Binge it's watching. like I don't like Ugh. the Netflix delivery of like. Here's 13 episodes all at once. Yes. It, it took me forever to catch up with the rest of development. It took me it, like the only way I the saw whole Daredevil. Be watching this immediately. Well, yeah, the whole world's gonna see it like faster. People who have more time, or mm-hmm. or or the you know just coincidence, things line up. You have the time or whatever. Daredevil, something like I love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I the huge fan of these comics. Like of all my friends outside of Henry, like probably the person that I'm like. Daredevil is this thing that I read over and over, and none of my friends were into it. And I kept. Oh, you to, probably got me to read a bunch I of. Trying the, to convince so many people how great Daredevil was, and it's like, sure, the Spider-Man loser. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, you're wrong. But I was like, the only way I have to take a day off. There's no, I have no <laughs> other choice. So I took a day off of work. You just, took off Friday, just to I took off the Monday because wow. even the Friday I couldn't. So I'm like, well, the Monday. <laughs> also work Saturday, so it was like I'll make it up by taking Monday off. It's like, and I watched Daredevil for nine hours straight just so I could be on this fucking show. <laughs> <You really laughs> talk about it. But but I, yeah, it, good time. It, but but it's like 
even even from a business standpoint, it's like I know normally it's like well we're Netflix we put things up when they're ready and it's a season so here you go so that's how we have to deliver them and it's like but if you want people to pay more than one month of the nine ninety nine or seven ninety nine whatever it is for just streaming mm-hmm. so I get the discs so I don't know how much just streaming is seven ninety like one disc seven, it's seven ninety nine yeah. eight ninety nine okay but you're yeah you're, so but it's like if you like just put up one episode a week. Because then it's then I, it's spaced out. I know I don't. I wouldn't. Love and that you'll get either. more money from people. But like the idea, like because I I said it and embarrassingly actually... on the episode with the Derek guys because uh, uh, Dominic writes in Workaholics and he's like, what? Do you, he didn't say anything. Like, what do you think of Workaholics? I'm like, I don't have cable, so Workaholics is something I come in touch with every, yeah. once a year. Yeah, watch in one sitting mm-hmm. and never think about again. Yeah, and now and it's like, like and done. I don't want that. <laughs> We're done with Daredevil. We're now. done with Daredevil. Like, it's like yeah. la- this time last week didn't exist, and like now this, this I'm show completely is great. done. Oh, there's no more yeah, of these I can I, watch. It was so nice to like say the every season of Breaking Bad, you got to experience it episode by episode and talk mm-hmm. about it with everybody. I thought that was amazing. It was like it was like important television mm-hmm. as I've always known it, where everybody's talking about it, little like, by little. And I'm liking that with season six of Community still. Me too. Like, but. All right. Well, let's. Yeah, we've been talking for a while. Wait, but I got. I got. I got a thing. Right. Oh, I did. I got like a thing. How what, what was, what was it about was the ending? So abusive. Like that's and that's very fitting for Stick. It's a like, very he's mean an asshole. It's a very like, mean story. It was, it was to the, Daredevil. The only loose thread I thought I saw in the entire as a series. What? Wait, which thing? Stick. Like they just. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's. To be honest, like it sets up this war between the hand and and the no, other guys that like w- didn't wasn't even that great in the comics. It's so. interesting because it's not anything a normal show would do. Yeah, yeah, they would it's not. Pro- it's promising a lot, but the fact that they don't have a Daredevil season two planned and the Defenders is planned and that guy is really old tells me <laughs> tells me that that's that def- the Defenders is in some way some sort of Shadowland esque thing. Yeah, um, one of the things so. we had talked about was. That all of a sudden, when he gets the, co- I yes. love that he never gets the costume. So yeah, the f- <laughs> all right. So here, here's my. So when he gets the costume at the is last, this, we're talking about this yeah. now. Yeah. The yeah. end of the last episode, the last like, it is, literal, people. literal. Get out of here minutes. if you haven't. The seen last it. like literal ten minutes, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes most. It is ten minutes. It is like Kingpin being ushered off in the armor truck. Great, great. Him confidently walking from that one car to the next. I'm great. like, I'm like ear to ear smiling. Like, this is so. Well, fucking and when he cool. gives that whole speech, he's just like. Yes. Uh, yeah, I am evil. I'm yeah. just gonna be. I'm just like now. this is so. I'm just like this is so good. Mm-hmm. And then I, he gets the costume and he shows up and I'm like, that looks. A and, it, silly. and it looks like a bad movie. It, it looks, looks like, like it's not one, a bad movie. It, but like the Amazing Spider-Man esque framing. When you look at it, it's, it's like not straight. It, you make a face. You're like, yeah, yeah. It's it's not that far from the Affleck one. Yeah. It, it it looks a little better in that it doesn't look like this unforgiving well, leather thing. It, not, it looks more tactical. So like. A that part, that's a terrible fine. Outfit. It was like all of a sudden it's like did the, the writers walk away? Yes, the tone shifts. So my thing was earlier I said the, the first twelve and a half episodes, mm-hmm. it's a crime show that happens to be based on a comic. Mm-hmm. The last ten minutes is a comic that happens to be a crime show. Yeah, and it, it is, becomes a comic book movie. It, it is written like a stereotypical comic book movie yeah. with like ridiculous slow-mo punching and him jumping in the air to slowly punch and his costume looks kind of hokey and it's lit too well so you see too much of it and like the dialogue and, and the delight in it I don't I don't care for the and it's just too it's the natural lighting is gone the naturalism is gone and it, like it, it sheds it, all this reality they've built yeah. up for so the reality is totally gone and then it's just him with this weird costume however I think it it worked for me in kind of like it 
you're right. After 12 episodes, you've earned this moment. This mm-hmm. cliched hack yeah. moment. You've earned this here. It'll be interesting to see how it carries on I from I feel there. like that suit will have to be at least subtly redesigned like, by the, the time face they just defended. looks too stupid. Like, it looks straight up goofy. Yeah, but... And it's like, you have to make some it concessions. It needs to be eyeless, and it needs to have horns. Like, those are, like, the key elements of the Daredevil costume. It has like, horns. No, that's what I mean, but it looks hokey in that. I, you know, I would have made a call it's like weird. it's weird. I would have like, made the call. Don't put the horns. But on here's it. what we, we yeah. looked at. Like, like we don't need like the horns o- are too literal, and it just looks silly. Oh, but going over the clips, I totally forgot. When you watch the opening sequence and the wax is melting over everything, yeah, we talked. I, I tried to convince Tyler that is kind of a metaphor for how Daredevil sees the universe. Yeah, a bit. Like mm-hmm. everything is right in front of him until it's covered in something. Mm-hmm. One of his perceptions he can't see it but then right at the end it covers him yeah. with a fucking authentic oh, comic yeah. book daredevil costume yeah. like spandex yeah yeah and everything so when you finally see the costume like then why did you show us that for 12 episodes yeah why did yeah. you show that and it's also like that's ripped for straight from a cover yes like also i but I, he, yeah, my, my yeah. biggest problem my biggest problem yeah. was the dialogue in the last sequence because yes. i thought it was so hokey it's and terrible really... and i have a clip of it um it's a show that had really well written dialogue yeah but i want to redeem it I wanted to make this city something better than it is. Something beautiful. You took that away from me! You took everything! I'm gonna kill you! (laughs) Jesus Christ. That line hurts. Take your shot. So Swear to me! I think it works a little better... Because you forgot, and we, I forgot personally in earlier Kingpin sequence. said that to him. And, and, but it's one of his best speeches. Yeah. Um, the reverse is great. It's a character flaw, I suppose. We all have them. You, for instance, you've demonstrated an emotional weakness for children and women. I assume that would extend to the elderly. So I baited the hook. Tell some man burning alive in the corner. There you are. <laughs> you took her alive. Just to get my attention. My options, they were limited by necessity. I took no pleasure in her passing. I'm gonna kill you. Take your shot. All right, that makes the "I'm gonna kill you." I didn't you a remember better. that when I saw yeah. it. I remembered it, but like again, it's that tonal shift of that one feels more like a show I'm watching on no, TV it, that has it, nothing to do with a comic book, and then the other one feels like 1995 and someone's right, trying to adapt the Daredevil right, movie because the whole time Daredevil is talking to Murdoch is talking to a priest about how he can't, he probably shouldn't kill somebody, and he frankly says, "I am going to fucking kill you." Yeah, and. Take your shots, yeah. and he's so fucking beat up. Like he, yeah. he's always beat up. I love it. Yeah, yeah. he should be. Well, in his co- yeah, and even even when he's in his costume, like Kingpin kind of kicks his ass for a bit of it. Like he, he beats the shit out of him. He barely yeah. escapes with his life. Kingpin could have killed him. Yeah, I, yeah, it just, I think that scene isn't 
so bad, but it just feels so strange with the yeah, rest of it. It, it wasn't and like it was season, hot trash. It was just like, whoa. And if there is a season two, I feel like it will be weird. To, like, it also, that was also, it felt <laughs> I so. I am the defender of the night. It felt so, <laughs> the, the end scene where he's like running on the rooftop and jumping off, I was like, well, this is the end of a stereotypical superhero film. That's, like, how, the, that's how the Affleck one ends, yeah, that's, where he well, goes like how, a guardian devil and then off to... That's how every superhero film ends. It ends yeah. with the, the my battles just beginning but, to jump yeah, away, but, action shots But that pose, end. I put it out on Instagram, and people literally were like, Spoil- you said spoiler, you asshole. Well, yeah, I hadn't seen that costume. You yeah, still it was, didn't. It was but, completely shadowed. Yeah, but still, overall... But yeah, that pose, he like holds it the in the pose air. as is he, a very daredevil pose. It is, but like just the way he does it in the show it's like you you spent all this time building a somber slow-paced show and then go full superhero it's like this is two different things and i'm worried that like even even the the maliv bendis run and even brubaker even when he's doing superheroic stuff the tone of the comic is still dirty mm -hmm. ground level like it didn't. It, it rarely felt super heroic, mm-hmm. and those last few minutes, it feels like a superhero movie. I don't like the way it came, but when I watch it again, it's like most superhero movies don't earn those moments. True, and and like they do that in the first twenty minutes, and this yeah. is at the end of thirteen hours. Yeah. Maybe we it, deserved a glamour shot, a badass moment. We did Kingpin losing we did. his shit. We did, and and frankly, if he if he never got in the costume, we'd all be like, I wish they would have shown the costume. I I, I swear, to, stupid lie. I said it before the show started. Like, I don't care if he ever gets the costume. Yeah, I I, 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 I don't, don't at all because like the whole time it's like this is so great, and I love it. And when you see those fight sequences, like even like if there's a stuntman and that's not Charlie Cox. This is amazing. Yeah. I don't know how he's seeing through that. Yeah, this it's is all re- great. This like, is amazing. It's totally worth watching, oh, no. uh, even if you don't know or care about Daredevil at all, but are like, yeah, I like watching the movies every so often. This show is great. Mm-hmm. So court, is this but, show, Cape Crisis. Yeah. No yeah. question of the week. Let's do it next week. All right. Well, now, I was going to say, this week's question of the week is, just tell us what you thought of Daredevil. That's the... Do you think the rambling on the internet change anything i did love how he basically makes no eye contact with anyone when he when he yeah. goes on those rants no he, he's always looking he is vincent d'onofrio is a he, method ass actor it was too. the most i didn't I, I was utterly compelled by how disturbing a depiction that was of the kingpin yeah, it was I, great. I did not expect that at all it was cool. like how emotionally disturbed that person was yeah all right so yeah i want to hear all your thoughts on it put it uh in the forum double question of the it. week sorry i'm drunk and tired and have to go Okay, that's cool. Yeah, we'll do a double question of the week next week. Because last week's question of the week has a lot to do with Daredevil anyway, so we'll, we'll be able to discuss both. Uh, and so I that's finished. It. And if you're listening this far, finish the show. Yeah. Why don't you? <laughs> um, hey, it's good. It's good. It's good. Laser time, right? Mm-hmm. Laser time. This week, this week is a show about... Oh, it's Shame Songs. Mr. Black. It is totally Shame Songs, and people are... Uh, yeah, that was totally Brett's idea, and it, it, the people are like, yay, another Shame Songs, and we it's, should be, do a follow-up episode. It's fun, man. Um, it's it's also therapeutic. Like, once you say, once you say it out loud, and, it, and it's played on the air, like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. Uh, and also, you know, it's the end. My friends already made fun of me. Like, I, <laughs> I don't care. Only a few days left for the IRL commentary Holy pack. Holy shit, too. can't believe I forgot that moment. Uh, yeah, only a few days left for the IRL commentary pack. It's to help us pay our taxes and 
to be completely honest, probably next year's taxes, hopefully. I'm going to look into what an IRA is or a, a CD uh, because I'm a freelancer now, so money. Uh, <laughs> uh, and also... Uh, what? But, what? Yeah, sorry, here's the pitch. Okay. 99 cents to 4.99, you'll get two commentaries for Who Framed Roger Rabbit, the greatest movie ever made. And Space Jam, for over $5, you'll get an exclusive bonus commentary, Cool World. And for over $10, as long as your address is correct and in the PayPal field, you will get an exclusive physical item from Laser Time. We just revealed it on the Mortal Kombat stream. Ah. Uh, yes, it is a giant, giant, uh, aged coin. Super Taxio Brothers, Laser Time logo, Mario is a tax man. You can see it on LaserTimePodcast.com. All right, and also there was a new cheap podcast this week where we talked about rich in, wrestlers. In honor of tax day, it's money, rich wrestlers. Money, money, money. Uh, and then there's Video Game Apocalypse, the video game podcast every week on the Laser Time Network, and of course, also Brad VG Empire video game music podcast. We recently just did a Suikoden episode and a Vector Man so episode, did. and a Vandal Hearts, and an episode about video game menus. And every year we do a year wrap up. So check out the twenty. 13 and 2014 uh, year in review episodes wow. as well. So exciting, guys. Well, boy, we got a lot of exciting times ahead of us. Uh, oh, boy. Refer to this episode later, everybody. Yeah, but uh, in the meantime, <laughs> I just want to say I appreciate all you guys out there. And uh, until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior.